Right here? Yeah. Blah, 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 Yeah, that blah. sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, surprisingly, this mic is, like, I've been very happy with the, like, the quality of, like, the captures I get from it over the years. <laughs> what do you use it for? Um, I use it for all my songs. I record everything in here. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. And then I just send it out to get mixed. And, like, sometimes it, uh... Sometimes it like they have to like fuck with it and make it better since I recorded it like in <laughs> not a studio. So is but the, like it works. So is that back there the little soundproofing on the wall? Yeah, that just like keeps it so that there's not as much like reverb bouncing around the mm -hmm. room. It doesn't help that much because like I have really like tall ceilings, so I need a lot more. But it it helps like a little bit. Maybe add some carpet whenever you're gonna record. Just like lay it down. Yeah, exactly. Because I have like hardwood floors and stuff too. So, have you ever um, thought about using like they they make like blankets that are like soundproofing a little bit, and then they also use it for like blackouts. So I like I use it for like video. So you, um, so right. it keeps some like the outside um kind of sound coming out from the windows. I I used to like do stuff. I used to like make adjustments. You know, like when I was recording and stuff. Sorry, this is like totally. Not even. Um, I used to like make adjustments each time, but I record so like sporadically now that it got so I would like take the blanket up and then like 10 minutes later, like take it down and then put it back up. And like, so I just just like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'll let the producer take care of all that. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. It sounds good. Like my performance is good. No one cares. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no, like fan is going to be like, wow, I can hear your room in that record. You know? <laughs> All right, so the last time, welcome, um, Eddie, or should I call you guest now? Um, I mean, either. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. I might say both just because I might want to teach myself to say guest, but I just knew you as Eddie, yeah, so it's yeah, going to yeah. be like no, a little totally. transition. All right, so the last time yeah. we spoke, you were in the midst of releasing uh, your um, EP. I might Is album the right word? Can I say album? I would say EP because albums are usually like seven or more songs. Yeah, I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, you know, it's like five songs, but there are albums that come out with 12 songs. And I feel like yours says so much more than a lot of the albums I've seen come out this year. Oh, my God. I love that. Yeah, I was like, wow, this. OK, so it's called Plastic City. Yeah, right. last time we talked, I was just putting out the first one, like under under Eddie Yesford. Because I was like Fight All Night and I Don't. That was those other songs. No, you're coming out with the new one. We didn't talk about Fight All Night and all the other ones? I think we did, yeah. But I think, yeah, yeah. yeah, we were talking more about To Get To Know You, and then, like, we mentioned some of, like, I Don't and some of the songs. But oh, this right, one, right. yeah, because remember you sang a little bit of the um, Losing Me, and I was like, oh, because you're like, oh, I finally got some upbeat shit. And Losing then, Me? I was oh, like, Lost, lost meaning. meaning. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. I, yeah, yeah. And I was like, uh, oh, yeah, that's so good. And then I heard it, I was like... Eddie, it wasn't that upbeat. <laughs> oh, right. But yeah, it, but it so was still like more upbeat. Yeah, yeah. Upbeat for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> is that so Plastic City refers to L.A.? Yeah, it refers to L.A., but like I think one thing that a lot of people got confused is that this the EP isn't like about L.A. I just wanted to choose that as um, like I wanted it to say like this is my experience once I got to the Plastic City. So I think like it maybe it was like a little confusing for people because they're like, oh, like this is a song about that. But I'm like, no, this is just like the setting for the stuff that I wrote about on the EP, you know? Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to nod yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, so you did, so you have five songs and then we have End, High, Lost Meaning. I wrote these down so that I wouldn't forget, mm -hmm. even though I forgot earlier. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, Symphony and W-I-T-R. 
Um, and I got to tell you that W-I-T-R, like I was confused about that one for a long minute with the lyrics. And I was like, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. And I was driving one day and it just like clicked. And I was like, oh, that's what yeah. he meant by it. I felt so dumb after that, after yeah, that happened to me. Water in the rain. Yeah, I was like, water <laughs> is rain. What are you talking about water in the rain? I was like, <laughs> I know, oh, right? he's talking about water. Yeah, yeah, all of it's yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so what made you choose like these five songs? I don't know. Like I felt like for this EP, I was really just following like a feeling. Like I didn't really like think about it too much. I was just like, you know, I would like write a song and then if it felt like if I felt really good about it, I was just like, okay, this is it, you know? And I kind of had like a vibe. I wanted to go for like the instrumentals and stuff. Cause my friend, um, Mike or MCMC, he goes by, he um he produced all the beats for this one. We like wanted to do like a 50-50 like collab because he's never released an EP and stuff. Um, so I kind of just like he would send me like a bunch of beats. Like he probably sent me at least like 15 to 20 beats. And I only wrote like really solid songs to like five of them that I loved. And then I just kind of like, I don't know, I just kind of stuck with it. I wanted to go for this theme of like like lust i wanted the whole ep to just be about like lust not even really about like love at all just like lust and yeah and then it just kind of like came out that way i i felt that throughout the album especially with one song um i think it was like it was high okay. and i was like oh that one's about well i was going to ask you was that looking back at that song was it love or lust and i guess you just answered yeah. it, that that song to me felt like it was all about lust and kind of had that theme yeah. throughout the entire album and yeah, yeah. speaking of high, when I went into like, oh, he's he's about to like smoke and do coke and all this in the song. And I was <laughs> right. like, no, that has nothing to do with the actual song. Yeah. Um, but I w listened to End and I was like, oh, there it is. This yeah. is a song oh, about yeah, being yeah. high. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so what I was like, when I was listening to that song, I was like, oh, I wonder if this was a song that he like a day in his life that he needed before a heartbreak or after a heartbreak because to that what to me was like oh i'm gonna get high i'm gonna have a one night stand for ends yeah yeah ends was about the night actually i met my now like boyfriend and at the time i didn't like i didn't even know that this person was gonna like i met him on the dance floor at this like after hours party here in la and, um, you know, it was like really late. It was like probably like 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> and um, we like met on the dance floor and I just like wrote a song the next day and I was kind of just like describing, like that song came out so easily cause I felt like I had so much material to like write about. I was kind of just describing it. It was like, meet me underneath the lights, melt into the fog, fall into the dark, I'll follow you. And that was like me thinking of like following him to the dance floor. It was like chemicals and cigarettes dancing for the sun, finding ways to run. And it was like, that was like this moment me and my friend had like on the rooftop and we're just like smoking too many cigarettes. I don't even like smoke cigarettes, but that <laughs> night it was just like chain smoking for some reason. So yeah, I don't know. That song was definitely about like, you know, just like a, a night out. <laughs> so it's not a one night stand or maybe it was a one night stand that turned into uh, this boyfriend that you have now. So how's that going? Yeah. I mean, it's cute, you know, it's it's different because I'm not like I'm so focused on music that like sometimes I'm just like, no, I don't want to hang out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm working on this. Like, so that's something that I've never really had to like deal with because I've like I've been single for so many years. But, you know, it's just like a new thing to navigate, I guess. <laughs> is it is is it hard for him to kind of understand that or did he take that very easily? 
Yeah, no, he takes it easily because right from the get go, I was always I was already a little like, hey, just so you know, like I'm I'm a very independent person. I like my space. I like my alone time, and like that's not gonna change just because I have a boyfriend. Like I, even though I like spending time with you, I really like being alone. So like you're not coming over tonight. <laughs> you're like I'm about to blow up, so you better get used to this distance. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you. I'm like you'll be happy once I blow up because I could just bring you along with me. Like let me do the work now and it'll pay off later. Yeah. So you got a lot of coverage from Billboard. I was seeing that on like their Instagram, and you got an article yeah. from them. So how is this experience going where you're getting like, more attention? Because I think um, I, don't, I think as I re- if I remember correctly, within the first um, EP, you weren't getting a lot of exposure. And like you mm-hmm. thought you just des- you felt we I felt as well that you deserved more exposure based on the work you're producing, because it is solid work that you're producing. Thanks. Yeah. Um, the first EP, like, honestly, I, I don't even like look at that as a, a part of like a, my public story like anymore because one I released that under like my my birth name like Eddie Yesford and I don't know like the whole branding of it and it just felt like more of an experience for myself rather than like you know like other people whatever um so with this EP it's like a whole different story I feel like the branding is better like the art is better like it's more cohesive I think like my songwriting got better um and then I guess you know I guess people Agreed because you know, yeah, it was in Billboard, I think, like three times. I got like three separate write ups, and like it was in like Pride Picks, which is like a weekly thing that Patrick Crowley does. And then I had like a Pride Profile, which was like a question, like an interview thing. And then I don't know. Oh, and then I got it on the Queer Necessities Spotify playlist by Billboard, too. So I was just like, well, this is like so different. <laughs> And then I did like that song with Shay recently, so that has been helping a lot too. Oh, hold on! I think you dropped this name. Let me pick that up for you real quick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, did the audio? Oh, okay. <laughs> so from yes. fr- from that change from your first like experimental album or EP to this one, would you uh, like credit that to MCMC, or kind of like just your growth as a person? I think it was like like partly him, but. I like definitely my growth as a person because I still like picked the beats I wanted and I still went into the studio with him and said like hey let's move that part here let's add this part like I still had like a producer role in it because I'm such like a producer myself I like to produce the like the arc of like the energy of a song you know so even though he like made the beats there there were a lot of times that I was in the room like okay like drop that part out um you know like add this or like whatever so yeah, it was it was kind of like a collab for sure. Nice. I think my favorite things to do is to like collab- collaborate with someone else. I think that's where magic happens is when it's not just coming from me. It's like two different entities and energies coming together. It's just like, whoa. Yeah, it was cool too because it, it allowed me to focus strictly on like songwriting and not really producing as much. So I think that helped me become a better songwriter because we wrote it it took us about like 10 months to write the ep and over those 10 months like i wrote a bunch of songs that are never going to be heard you know so i feel like they, those were all like practice songs to get to the next best song you know yeah i noticed that i was like wow his songwriting is solid i was like really impressed by the, the, the everything you created in this album i just Thanks. love this album like i could put this whole on repeat and like never get bored really? yeah I <laughs> oh hear, my god that's amazing yeah i hear things i hear things like different things every time like the song comes on I'm just like oh what was that oh oh, and there's that part and I was just like wow this is like to me like I don't want like I don't want to like 
to me, it felt like a masterpiece. Like there was nothing wrong. Thank you. There was like nothing. Like there's like a few, like there's like one movie in this world that I feel is like perfect. But it's like, that's how I thought about the album. I was like, wow, like this is a solid like EP. There is nothing that I can critique bad about this. And I was just like really impressed and uh, with your your work and just like so thankful like you you pushed it back because I don't know what happened within the first oh, release yeah, but yeah. I was like I'm what I don't care anymore like I forgot about that because it's out and right. it's so good. How, yeah, yeah, yeah. how what, what's the reception from other people about like putting out this EP? It's been really good. I think you know like it has I, I don't know the the streaming numbers on Spotify are like really good for you know, like an indie artist who just like put it out themselves and it's only been maybe like two months or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. Like it's been good. Have you been able to perform any of these songs live? In a yeah, I've been performing. Yeah, I've been performing a bunch and like I always get a really good reaction from people, um, especially because I think like loud speakers, like the music sounds really good because there's like so much bass and like some of the songs are really like thick. I don't know. They have like a thick like bass line to them and stuff. They're kind of like lush and like experimental or maybe not experimental, like ambient, you know, which is the um, song that gets the crowd more excited. Um, I've noticed that people really like lost meaning, but that's because like it's kind of upbeat and the other ones are very like slow. Mm. But I think that people also like um symphony. Mm, that's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Which one's yeah, your like favorite symphony. out of all of them? I think my favorite is high, actually. Okay. That's the yeah. one where you, yeah, the, surprisingly. That, well, isn't that the one about your boyfriend? Ends is about oh, ends. Uh, my boyfriend. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. As ends is like the more what's funny is that ends had originally had like a whole different not a whole different beat but it was a different beat and then we weren't able to use that beat so we had to like recreate it in like a new way and like i wish you guys could hear the original because i love if if we use the original beat ends would definitely be my favorite but now that we switched i'm like it's not anymore so are you gonna do something with that beat no it had to go to like so like the producer, he got like another gig for that beat basically of like a bigger artist. And he was like, I'm so sorry, man, but like this is, uh... I need this. He was, like, from, he was like, you know, like they're paying me and it was like it's, it's a business. major artist. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I was, just, he called me and I was like so pissed. <laughs> I was just like, okay, so you're making a new one. And he like, he tried to make me feel better. He's like, I promise it'll be just as good. Like. I was like, fine. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, that could have been your moment where you became the big artist on the radio play. You're like, you could have been famous a lot faster. (laughs) Yeah, it was just like, that was my favorite song. So like for him to call me and say that we couldn't use it, I was just like, so like disappointed. Did you write, was one of these songs about not getting that beat? Or is one of those? Oh my God, no. (laughs) No, no, no. All right, so we mentioned um, Symphony. Is that song more like a, a rebound song? Um, that song was about this guy that I was like, I, I'm not even dating. We were just like, you know, talking, texting, whatever. And I don't know. I was just like really in my feelings <laughs> and I just kind of like let it all just like come out, whatever, whatever wanted to like come out of me as I was writing it. It was just about like being like toyed around by like someone and like them, like wanting you there, but not too close you know, so like every time they like give you a little bit of attention and you're like, oh, cool. Like, am I allowed to give you attention back? And then as soon as you do, they like fall off. I'm like, OK, well, then why the fuck did you like <laughs> do it in the first place? You know, like, is that yeah. common with you? Are you always in your feelings? I feel like you're an emotional oh, yeah. person. Yeah. Is that oh, a Virgo yeah, yeah, yeah. thing? 
I mean, yeah, also, like, I have a, I don't know how into, like, astrology and stuff you are, but I also have, like, a Cancer moon, when, like, Cancer is, like, a very watery, emotional, sensitive sign, and the moon rules, like, your emotional needs, so it's kind of, like, they go hand in hand and, like, amplify each other and stuff, so, yeah, I, I'm definitely a very, like, I tend to lead, lean a little more towards, like, sad emotions for some reason, so... How do yeah. you handle those emotions? Like when that guy's toying with you, uh, how do you react to that? And how do you kind of like, do you have a talk with him? You're like, dude, are you up front? Are you very passive aggressive? Um, I mean, I'm usually pretty upfront, but I always go to music <laughs> to like get my stuff out, you know. What album do you listen to to get those emotions like pouring out? No, like I go to like writing music. Oh, you usually. write music. Okay. Yeah. Because when I'm like really in my feelings, that's when I like sit down and I like let it come out. Like I try not to like, I don't really like hide from it. I try to almost like focus on it, you know? So what made you reach out to Shay to be on Symphony? So I was working with this other queer artist, Big Dipper. I don't know. Have you heard of Big Dipper? Uh-uh, but I think that's the guy you made a song for, right? Yeah, yeah, I okay. produced one of the songs yeah. on his uh, album that just came out like a couple weeks ago. And um, so I was working with Big Dipper and we were doing this song called Snooze, which everyone should go check out. It's super fun. And um, he texted me one day and was like, I'm going to get Shay to do a feature. And me, like I, I just moved to L.A. I was trying to, you know, like do this whole thing. And of course, I was like freaked out. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have. Shea Coulee on one of my songs like that's incredible you know and um so whatever weeks go by and like we're recording and then me Dipper Shay show up to like a studio to record her part on the song Snooze and you know we're just like hanging out whatever she gets done her part we're in the car on the way home and we just start talking about like Lady Gaga and like writers and songwriters and like how the whole industry works and she was like yeah like I wish someone would just like hand me a song and I was like, in the back seat of the car, I was like, girl, I will write a song and hand it to you like it's yours. <laughs> and she was just like, really? And she was like, yeah. And she was like, okay, take my number. So I took her number and then we just like kept talking. I was like, send me songs that are, you know, like inspiration for you, whatever, like what kind of sound do you want? And then that's when I started writing Gasoline, her song that just came out. And in the process of that, I was like, would you do a feature on my EP while we're at it? And she was just like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> It was literally like so casual. What makes you choose a queen? Like what's the kind of queen that make you want to work with? What is it about them that you're drawn to? Um, well, Shay, because she's like one of, for, in my opinion, I think she's like one of the queens that like actually is musical. Like no shade to the other queens, <laughs> but also but also like kind of shade. Um, but you know, like some people, they just release music as like a product to like sell. But I feel like Shay, like she really wants to be a fucking like pop star. She wants to be an R&B pop star. Like Adore Delano is also another one. Like she's a musician, you know. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I reached out to like Sasha and stuff too. And like there's a possibility I'm working with Aja. And so there's like a couple queens that I'm kind of like that are in, you know, like potential collabs with. So basically it's the ones with talent is what you're drawn to. <laughs> the ones with musical <laughs> talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, you know. <laughs> so I have to say that my favorite song, well, Symphony is one of my favorites, but I think the number one is WITR. Oh, I love yeah. that. And I was going to say, like, is it, that was like, I read from the Billboard article that that's a song about being ghosted. Is it, do you mm -hmm. feel it's ever appropriate to ghost somebody? 
No, I think it's like the most fucking, uh, what's the word? It's just like the most timid thing you could do. Like if you don't have the balls to communicate with someone, like don't fucking date. <laughs> like literally like get the fuck out. I think it's mm -hmm. the most annoying thing because I'm so big on communication and like I am not afraid to have like a difficult conversation because it's just that's what you have to do in this life, you know. So for when other people don't, I'm just like, okay, get the fuck away from me because this is not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've ghosted people before, but I think I've also been ghosted before. Um, I think there's a certain kind of etiquette whenever you're dating online. Um, like say if someone says hi, you're not interested, then to well, me... Well, that's different. Yeah. I mean, if you're like hanging out with someone and like you've spent multiple moments together, you know, like for more than like a week... You cannot just fall off. Like, okay. that's just so rude, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah. I, if it's something, like, I think if you're working on something serious, like, it's it's that's how it started, then, yeah, I would probably agree that's probably you're a dick for ghosting somebody. Right. But if it's, like, yeah. a very casual, to me, if it's very casual, we went on one date or two dates and there was not really, oh, like, yeah, a yeah, deep yeah. connection or a, a lot of text, then, you know, it's okay just to, for, for me, I probably forget. Just, and, like, fade out. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. you fade I away. I mean, that's, that's different, but, like, I was even, like, hitting up this person you know, I don't know. It was just, it was a very um, confusing situation for sure. How many assholes have you met since moving into LA? I, could, I, mean, I Based on this album, I'm just like, wow, people in like LA are really douchey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that it, like, I don't think it's LA. I just think that it's because I moved to, I moved into a city that is already kind of isolating. It's an industry town, you know, like no one is really here for, I mean, people are, they're here for like the nature and stuff. Like Los Angeles is really beautiful on the beach or whatever, but most people are here for work. It's almost like a, a work like bubble or something. It's really weird. So I don't think it's like LA specific. I think it's partially that I was like, you know, just like feeling kind of lonely in general. I only have like one real friends here that I like want to hang out with on a regular basis. And everybody else was just like, you know, being the exclusive people that they are. And also coming from San Francisco where it's very inclusive. So I don't think it's like L.A. specifically. It's like part of my being so new, you know? Heard, 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 heard. Do you yeah. plan on staying in L.A. for a while? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because it's been like the best career move I've ever made in my life. What opportunities after releasing uh, Plastic City are coming your way? Um, well, right now I'm just, I'm working on my next EP already and I'm working on videos for Water in the Rain, Lost Meaning and Symphony. Mm -hmm. Um, she I don't busy. know when, wow. I know <laughs> I, I keep myself very busy. <laughs> um, I don't know when they're going to come out yet because that's going to be a lot of money out of my own pocket. But, um, yeah, I already have one of the songs finished for my next EP and it's very different from Plastic City. It's like a little more avant-garde, I would say. And I already have, like, the video planned for that. So, like, yeah, I'm just kind of, like, you know, looking forward to my own projects and reaching out to, like, some independent labels and, like, stuff like that. What are some of the concepts for these three um, videos that you're coming out with? Um, I'm trying to think, like, how much I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> I know that, like, I think Lost Meaning is going to be set. It's going to be, like... Um, the director didn't give me like a lot of his ideas yet. It's just like a very rough because one of my friends, uh, Adrian, he's going to direct the video for Lost Meeting. And he also directed Spilled Milk. And for him, I kind of just like let him do what he wants. And then I have my say here and there. But I like having someone that I trust because it like takes the, you know, like the workload off me. 
But um, I think it's just going to be like me, like in a lot of like crowds and it's going to be like a lot of like party scenes and stuff and like me, like walking through people and kind of like slow motion. Yeah. Lost Meaning, that's the fr- the cr- crowd favorite. What was that one about again? That's one is about just like, you know, probably pretty much the same as the other songs, just about like, <laughs> what, you know, like where are we? <laughs> yeah, basically, like, where are we? You know, like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, you know, and also I think that one actually, now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, have you ever said that, heard the song Let Me Know by Kalela? Probably, but I, like, I don't listen to like her music a lot. Oh, okay. It's kind of like that. It's just saying like, this doesn't have to be as serious as you think it is. Just like, let me know what you want and we can, we can do that. You know, like I'm not trying to marry you <laughs> where let's just have fun and like communicate, you know, whatever works for you. I can work for me too. You know? Okay. Cause, Cause I, when I listened to that song, I, I got a vibe. I was like, is I, the first question in my head was like, is he stigmatized right now? Like, I was like, what? <laughs> Cause it just right. felt like you were like obsessed with this guy, and I was like, "Wow, there's only one." Th- it's like either it's his like true love, um, or he's right. dumb as hell, or that dick right. is so good. Like I'm like, maybe it's a little <laughs> bit of all of them. Yeah, a little bit of all for sure. <laughs> and again, like I think that it it's all goes back to me like being really feeling really alone in LA. So like even like a little glimpse of like a crush had me like heart eyes, you know? Because <laughs> I was just like, oh, like I'm not alone anymore, you know? So it was like very that. Have you noticed a change in yourself from this new relationship? Is anything different happening within you? I mean, I, not specifically. I just think that like any relationship is kind of like a mirror that like shows you like yourself and like what you're doing in life, you know? <laughs> is your writing um, changing? Like coming up with this new no. um, EP, is it still kind of like dark and emotional? It's still like dark but maybe it's not really about the same like subject matter as much but to be honest sometimes I write songs and I'm just like who the fuck is this song about like where did it come (laughs) from because like it's weird like when I write music a lot of times I will like I'll see the setting in my head and then I kind of just like describe it in the song it's kind of how like ends was like I saw the club and then I was like okay so there's fog there's darkness there's like a dance floor there's like people doing drugs like how do I you know are you like a do you paint on the side no I don't actually I don't do anything visual because I was like he paints such a vivid because I saw that like when you were like hips grinding together or something like that I was like this sounds like one of my nights except mine would end with me like in an alley getting up like giving (laughs) some uh, some head and swallowing you know I would like (laughs) just where's that at in this song like I'm waiting for that right (laughs) yes Yeah. And that article on Billboard, you had mentioned that you don't ever want to become like one of those superficial girls. Do you see your, do you see, like, do you think you will ever become one of those? Like kind of just based on this past experience you've had with like Billboard, do you, are you like, oh, is your head growing? I mean, I'm, of course I'm, I'm totally down to feel myself. Like, I'm not saying that I'm never going to feel myself and know that I'm the shit, (laughs) but I'm never going to be, I'm not, I don't know how to explain it, but there's just a certain like personality here in LA and it's almost like everybody's like part of this like illusion or like Disney ride or something like I don't know how to explain it but I just feel like I'm always like on the sides like watching like wait you guys don't see what's happening here am I the only (laughs) you know and like everybody's just like going along with this like it's almost there's like a play happening and I'm just like breaking the fourth wall like wait am I the only so 
yeah, I don't know. I'm definitely, you know, going to be feeling my oats as as the money and the the recognition increases. But I'll always be like real, you know. I I kind of get that vibe in like the corporate world where there's a lot of fakeness happening and a lot of people are just not saying what they really want to say. And I'm just like, girl, totally. just be real. If you yeah. ever if you ever like became that person, what is a name that you would want to drop where you're just like, bam, just for no reason? Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like, as you had mentioned that a lot of people in L.A. just kind of name drop for no reason. Uh, so if you mm. became one of these superficial people, what name drop would you want to drop just for no reason? Like, who would you want to work oh, with? Oh, my God. I mean, I want to work with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I have, like, a one, like, main person that I'm reaching towards. I just, like, I've always said this, and I've said it for years. Like, I want to be known in the industry just as, like, a creative, like, force that, like, can be, like, brought into the room and, like, contribute, you know, smart ideas that will create, like, a really good product. Like, I don't even want to do it for the fame. I just want to do it for like the opportunity to be able to contribute my ideas, you know, and like my skills and just like the stuff that I've been working on for years and years and years. So I was actually just reading something about James Blake last night and they were talking about him like going into the studio with Beyonce and how Kanye brought him in and everybody just thinks that he's so, you know, he's really like an interesting creative person. So they bring him into the room so he can give him a little taste of that like James Blake vibe and like I want that's exactly like what I want so you can deal without the fame you just want like the notoriety or like the respect in the business yeah exactly like I I mean the fame would be great and all like on some level because I don't know if I would get over it really quickly with having like a ton of you know some Kim Kardashian status like I don't know if I could handle <laughs> that but at the I same saw, time, I saw one of your posts recently where you're like, oh, I can Kardashian yet or something like that. I love keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> I was so like, much. oh, I you really have do. too many clothes on to be Kim Kardashian right now. And your booty's ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I bought the Lumi case <laughs> sponsored ad. Oh, okay. um, I bought the. So that's why I was like, am I Kim yet? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you probably, I think you're probably not as famous as Kim, but I think you're kind of get kind of the, what comes along with fame, which is a lot of hate in social media. And recently you had been posting some pictures of you like oh, on, yeah. a, on a building. That was the first time ever. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've never had any negative anything. You're official now, girl. You're blowing up. I know. I know, right? She's changing. And it was just, of all things, <laughs> I was like so surprised. I was like, this is the, this is the time. Like, I'm, it's not even a big deal. I just posted a photo <laughs> on Instagram, <laughs> you know? So this, so. I mean, what the photo was like you in heels, I think, or in like a little like less clothes. And yeah. what, what was that whole thing? Like, how did she just set a comment no and like? Yeah, it was, she just commented on it oh. and said, kill yourself. Have you ever had do you've had that that you have you ever had that in person? Has anyone kind of like attacked you for being like feminine or gay? I mean, when I was younger and stuff, oh, okay. you know, like hell yes. Um, but not not really like since I've gotten older. I think it's also because like when people see me walking down the street, they just see like my face and they see like a beard and like dark features and like a shaved head, and people just kind of are like, What? Like, what is that? Like he looks kind of feminine, but like his face is like you know, and I just feel like <laughs> people kind of just like let me do my thing. They might like stare, but no, I don't really get anything. I get also, that I a hang lot out too. in like only queer spaces. Yeah, I'm sure. What's your favorite queer space to hang out these days? Um, my house. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. So, do you have a title for the next album? I don't yet. 
I'm still because I've because I'm gonna self-produce. I've I've decided that everything going forward, um, for now at least, is gonna be self-produced because I just really want to, um, you know, I've been like again like this. Plastic City was kind of just like a one-time thing. I usually produce all of my own stuff, and I want to get back to that and show people that I actually am a self-produced artist who does everything myself you know like i make the beats i record myself i do the vocal production and i just send it out to get like mixed and mastered or whatever because i just think that that's a really cool like narrative to go for it's just like you know i i'm i have full control of every aspect of each song yeah how do you so how do you find a person to <clears throat> that you know is right to like master your album um, well, like mastering and stuff is a little less creative, so you can kind of just like listen to someone's work and be like, oh, okay, you're good. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, because it's more technical, so it's really just like, do they know what they're doing? Oh. And how expensive is it? Because some people can charge like, <laughs> you know, a thousand dollars to master one song, and I'm like, okay, well, I don't have five grand to, yeah. <laughs> to pay you right now. Is that what's stopping you from making a full album is like the money to produce like uh, like 12 songs or eight songs? No, I just want to I want to release another EP kind of just with a similar but self-produced vibe cuz of course my vibe is going to be different than what Mike made on Plastic City. Um and I think like I'm a little bit more avant-garde than like Mike's beats in a way and not not that there's anything wrong with that. He just has he kind of tends towards like a hip-hop ambient vibe and mine I feel like is a little more like genre bending and stuff. But yeah, I don't know. I'm going to release the EP and then I think I'm going to release like a full length album because I think it'll be once again, my songwriting and my production will get better and better through the process of making this EP. And then when the album comes out, I'm hoping to have some type of funding from like an independent label or, you know, just things like that. So I can like really go hard. Do you make your own beats? Like, do you yeah. from like scratch, do you go out and find a noise and manip manipulate it like in software kind of thing? Oh yeah, I make everything from scratch. Um, I usually just like, I write, I use chords though. Like I'll start with the chords and I'll just like write the chords and then I will just like, I don't know, it's it's a very non-linear process. It's just like, I kind of just like click and move things around and play and this and then something will happen and then my body's like, oh my God, that's it. And then I like <laughs> take it and I like run with that, you know? So do you think, every album coming out of guests from now on is going to have a completely vibe from the last album or is it going to be something similar like like r&b artists who stick to the same sound and just make like 12 albums that are the same i think it's going to be similar each time but i know that i like to experiment and i also want to create music that isn't like monotonous like i've already been thinking about that so like there's there's one song on the new ep that's definitely like a little more upbeat and not as like cerebral like it's not as like it's not as deep I guess that's like a good way to put it because mm -hmm. I want something that people can like feel good to and not you know be in their emotions too <laughs> so yeah I don't know it's something I keep in mind I want to do a variety of things that's why I think I'm going to release an EP that's you know again like kind of all similar songs but then the album will be you know, like Anti by Rihanna, where it was like a little bit of everything. Mm. There's like a ballad over here and then there's like this crazy ass distorted song over here and like kind of that thing. Well, you, you said that, that like you said the word emotional, like I'm a very happy person and I tend to be drawn to like happy music these days and with things that are upbeat. But like I 
I don't think you have to be like super sad to enjoy this album because I loved it and like I I can awesome. relate it to some of the I related to some of the song like the lyrics, but the beats himself were just beautiful and just so like you said he yeah. has like a hip hop ambient um vibe totally. and that like you nailed it when you described it. I was like oh that's why I love it because it's ambient. Yeah. I was like it's just beautiful to listen to and the way there was this one um word you had said and I was like oh my god I've never heard that word what does that word mean and I was trying to type it in I was like oh he just said difficult <laughs> I was like but you had just said it like. Like it, it, like just weird, and I was like, oh, oh, difficulty. I think it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like sick of difficulty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wow, he is so talented. I thought he was making up a new language, and I'm sitting here like loving it, not even caring. Like I was like, what <laughs> right. is this? Uh, but like, how Shrinking do you all the children? Yeah, right. How do you figure <laughs> out like when an arrangement is right? Um, I like I literally follow a feeling. Like sometimes I will rewrite a melody for like days and days and days and like I'll have the same beat and it'll just be like a blank ass beat with no lyrics or melody on it and then I just I have like the same exact method each time I play the song I play the beat on like a speaker and then I put on my phone like voice recording and then I um I just literally like get really high (laughs) (laughs) and like really stoned and I uh I just like let melodies like come out of my mouth and they're nonsense and some of them are so fucking bad. But then every like in between all the really bad ones, there will just be like a moment and I'm like, oh, that part is the verse. And then I'll I'll take that and I'll just like remember like, okay, that part's the verse. And then I'll start it all over, sing that little verse part and like see what comes out of my mouth after. And then sometimes I'm like, oh shit, that's the fucking chorus. Like I know that's the chorus. So I literally just like follow it's like it's really a so feeling based. It's crazy. Was there a song off of this EP that was really hard for you to get out? Um, I would say like maybe the one that didn't come out as smoothly was. I don't know actually because they all have like their own things. Like lost meaning, I actually wrote like a whole melody to, and then I didn't touch it for maybe like two months. And then I came back to it and I was like, okay, that's shit. Let me start <laughs> over. <laughs> and then it kind of like came out. Um, but also like High, I really spent, like I recorded this one demo of High and it was a completely different song. And I remember I worked on it for like a full day, like a good like 10 hours just like at my computer, like trying things and recording myself. And then I always bounce it and then I, so I can listen to headphones like in bed. So I get like the full effect away from like the computer screen. And um, I remember like listening to it and being like, wow, I hate everything I did today. (laughs) So, yeah, then it just completely changed. But it's weird because the next day is when the real song came out. So it's almost like I had to create the shitty part to know like what I didn't want for that song. Mm -hmm. You know, is there anyone you like trust to listen to your songs to give you advice back on? Um, yeah, definitely my friend Saturn, Saturn Rising. I don't know if you've like seen him like on Instagram, whatever. He's like an amazing performer, um, you know, artist, songwriter, singer, all that. <clears throat> and we talk about our projects a lot. Like we're constantly sending things, you know, he'll, he'll send me a beat and be like, hey, I'm stuck on this lyric. Like, what what do you think should go here or whatever? And like, I'll do the same. And yeah, we just bounce things off each other. Do you plan on having him like collab with you on any future work? Like any more features well, I, coming on? I actually am thinking about having him. We were just talking about the, that the other day. I want to have more features on this EP, I think, just for like the fun of it, you know, just like get some new people and like, who knows, maybe even get Shay on there again or something if she wants. But just have her I'm on also, every album. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, and what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. And I produced a bunch of songs on Saturn's projects that are coming out next year. And like I wrote, I think I wrote a couple songs that are on there. So what so. are some of the things that you've worked on like since like starting this um, EP and like after like you did Gasoline, you did, yeah, um, you did um, what was Big Dipper? You did a song for him? Yeah, and, Big uh, Dipper. What else is coming out um, from you from, from, from other artists? I, I probably can't say like too, too much because I don't know what they have like announced yet. Uh -huh. But I know that like I have another song coming out with Shay that I think people are really going to like. It's so I love it. And um, I produced and wrote, I think, like three or four songs on like Saturn's album, maybe less than that. And then I produced news on Big Dipper's album. If your writing career takes off, would you ever put like singing in the in, like a, on the back burner? I may like maybe. I think I would always work on my own projects just because it's like it's my hobby. I almost like can't not do it because, you know, I I would be that person that like goes to work all day and then comes home and writes my own stuff, you know. But I re that's one of my goals is to be a writer. Like I really, really want to be a writer for other people. I want to write for like all the pop stars and all of that and produce and everything. Are you sending stuff out to them? How does that work? I haven't actually because it's like so hard to get to these major artists. Mm -hmm. But I have been thinking about like what is my next, um, you know, like what is my next like target in terms of like writing um, so yeah, actually, it's funny you say that because one of my like intentions for today was to listen to a bunch of like underground indie artists that haven't fully blown blown up yet, but are still really talented and kind of you know doing their thing, and then reach out to them and be like, hey, like I would love to produce track and stuff like that. What's uh, one of those indie artists that you're just like, whoa, I want to work with you first? Who's I have? Person? I honestly have no clue. <laughs> I really have no clue. They're like I haven't searched yeah. any yet. <laughs> no, I really. It's, yeah, it's crazy because it's like you know. I feel like we are, we're always so focused on like the the mainstream artists. You know, like Nikki came out with her album now, and like there's Ari who came out with her album like a little bit ago, and then you know like there's all like the Kanye drama and like all that. So I feel like everyone's really focused on the like those people, but they're so out of reach. So I really need to like dive in and do some research on mm -hmm. the underground people so you mentioned um smoking and weed a few minutes ago like is there a specific mm -hmm. kind that you like to that gets you like inspired or your go-to no <laughs> anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah even though lately i haven't been smoking as much i've been just like using like a little like vape pen because mm -hmm. i just got into this uh singing competition in la and oh, i'm trying to yeah. really yeah i don't know if you saw that but yeah, I'm trying to like really save my voice because uh, smoking really does make my voice just I have like a constant like mucus that I'm trying to like clear my throat. Mm -hmm. So I'm just trying to like have a more clear tone and like a higher, better range and stuff when I'm singing. So what is this contest about and how does it work? It's an eight week elimination style competition. Two people get eliminated every week and the whole crowd in the bar votes every every week. Um, and then the winner gets a $10,000 check. Do you see that like at arm's reach? Are, do you think you can oh take it? God. What's the talent like in I, the in this competition the talent, so far? There are definitely are some people that I'm just like, damn, like he's fucking good because I was I stalked everyone's Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> like I can take that bitch. I got that whole that was yeah, questionable. Yeah. Oh fuck, I'm gonna have to work exactly. for that one. <laughs> exactly. I really, you know, I was like, because I'm I'm a, I'm a competitive person. Like I grew up in gymnastics and competitive cheerleading my whole childhood for like a good like 11, 12 years. So I'm like, I understand what it means to like train and compete 
and like have a, a thing you're trying to win, you know? So it kind of snapped me back into that. Like I've been rehearsing for like hours and hours every day. I have like a voice regimen that I do every morning. And then of course I stalked all of my competition to see how good they are. And some of them I'm just like, okay, girl, whatever. Good luck. But then, but then <laughs> there's a couple guys where like this one guy was just like at his computer, like singing. And it was just so technically correct. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Is yeah. it like, are there themes for the, like each week or do you get to choose your own song? It's a, a different decade each week. It's very oh, American okay. Idol. Oh, nice. Do you already yeah. have all your songs lined up? I'm not going to ask you for them because I, I don't want people to know your strategy. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. No, I don't have all of them, but I do have a couple like options. Um, it starts on October 2nd, so I still have a little bit of time to oh, get. Yeah, it's a like weeks. a week and a half away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first week we are allowed to choose anything. But then the second week, they and they haven't told us the order yet. They're just like, there's going to be 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, you know, et cetera. Is there Not like, particularly in that order? Are you allowed to have like dancers? Or are you making a performance? Or is this strictly just something vocal? It's just, it is, yeah, it's literally just a singing competition. So like they want you to like perform and you're allowed to have people on stage if they're playing, you know, a guitar or like keyboard or whatever. But yeah, it's not like a, it's not like a show. It's literally a singing, a vocal competition. Oh, okay. And where is yeah. this um, Where is this going to be at? It's going to be a Continental Club in downtown LA every Tuesday oh. night, uh, I think at 9 p.m. And is it, just, is it just like the bar people can vote or like can we phone in and like text us? Oh, my God, I wish. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's just in the bar because it's like literal like paper votes. Oh, okay. in that thing, you know, uh, that would be amazing, though. Oh, my God. Do you are you very confident that you can take this? I mean, I know that I can sing, like not even as a, you know, it's not even like me being conceited. I just know that I can sing better than most people, <laughs> better than most like average people. You know, there's, of course, there's amazing singers in the world that can sing better than me. But I just know that like I'm a hard fucking worker and, you know, I am very, my Virgo comes out. I'm extremely technical and like, you know, I have my eye for detail is insane. And I just, I think that I can use my strengths to my advantage and like, just be more prepared than these people and have a little bit of an edge, you know? Nice. Well, yeah. good luck on that competition. Like I can Thanks. just like that $10,000, like what would you do with it? Make the next album, like the EP? Uh, no, I already have plans. I want to, I would use it to fund two uh, music videos. Are you going to like save any of it Not the for whole like a rainy thing. day? I was like, oh, okay. I was like, you're oh, just going to, sure. you're just going to throw all of it for like videos, which oh, is cool. No, but no. like, no, like, no, I would I would use like less than half of it for the uh for the videos because I could probably do like a video for like two thousand like twenty five hundred and make it look like really good, you know. Are, are you familiar with like the directors or videographers in LA? Like, who's some of those people that we should like look at for like work and who's doing some good jobs out there? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, my friend Adrian Anchando, he's Javi Chando on Instagram. He is a really good director. He's also an actor. He's like doing a bunch of stuff. And the guy that filmed, or the guy that shot Build Milk music video, his name is Sean Adeli. Uh, he works with like almost every single queen that comes off of RuPaul's Drag Race. He's made like any video that you've seen from one of those queens that looks like so high budget, he shot it. He does like all of Todrick Hall's videos. And he's just like, I don't know how he does it, but he just understands how the camera should frame, you know, the frames. And it just looks so fucking good. Yeah, well, I think um, I think we covered enough. Yeah, cool. Do you feel yeah, satisfied? Perfect. I feel satisfied. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Oh, thank you again awesome. uh, for letting me chat with you about this new album. I yeah. Hopefully I did it justice and like asking oh, questions. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, good luck in the competition and I can't wait till your next um, EP comes out. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I'll course. definitely uh, keep you posted. <laughs> yeah. All right. I guess I'll catch you All later. Right. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye.